Let's church say amen. From the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel. <laughs> Chapter 37. me this morning. Let, let's just read a while. Chapter 37 beginning with verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me, carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and sat me down in the midst of a valley which was full of bones caused me to pass by them round about and behold there were very many in the open valley and lo they were very dry and he said unto me son of man can these bones live and I answered O Lord God thou knowest again he said unto me Prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied there was a noise and behold a shaking and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind. And prophesy to the wind prophesy son of man and say to the wind thus saith the Lord God come from the four winds O breath and breathe upon these slain that I that they may live so I prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came into them and they lived and stood up upon their feet and ex an exceeding great army then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried, and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. Therefore, prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves. 
calls you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves. Amen. I know that's longer than y'all ever heard me read anything. I, I feel it necessary so that we can all follow the track of where we are all going. We're on our way still rebuilding the walls. I want to talk this morning from this subject, hope for the hopeless. Hope for the hopeless. Again, this morning, we cover ground that we have covered before. You heard this text preached before by me. But now we have an opportunity to cover it in the context of this journey that we have been on now going toward rebuilding the wall. We come to a young prophet whose name is Ezekiel. Ezekiel, my brothers and sisters, was among the first group that were carried away into slavery. He, he was a young Israelite, one of those who were carried away first. He was a young prophet who was preaching while they were in Jerusalem. But the unique thing about this young prophet is that even after they moved him from Jerusalem and took him into captivity, he kept on preaching. Y'all ain't hearing this. Even after they took him away from the church, took him away from the temple, and carried him into a strange place, he didn't stop preaching. He kept right on preaching. That's a uniqueness about it. Matter of fact, Ezekiel, he and Jeremiah were the only two of the prophets that kept on preaching after they left Jerusalem. And there's something to be said about that. There's something to be said about that because it's easy to preach in Jerusalem. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. Any, anybody can preach in Jerusalem. It's easy to preach in Jerusalem when folks are saying amen to you. It's easy to preach in Jerusalem where everybody got a Bible under their arm. It's easy to preach, but when you get outside of Jerusalem, y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I challenge, I challenge folk who think they're all of that. You think you're something up in Jerusalem, you go out on the corner and try your hoop out. Are y'all hearing me? Go, go down to the barber shop and, 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 and throw your hum, hum, hermeneutics and your homiletics. See, go down to the barber shop and see what it does. No, it's easier to preach in Jerusalem. But now they are no longer in Jerusalem. They have been carried out into slavery but here is a young preacher who is committed and he keeps right on preaching although he is in a strange land but because he was faithful to his call because he kept right on preaching in spite of the circumstance because of his faithfulness to God God then was faithful to him get it now here is a slave preaching in a strange place to folk who don't believe what he believes and the text said that one day 
God, because he was faithful, because he did exactly and God knew he could trust him to keep doing what he had called him to do, one day God gave him a sermon. You don't know where sermons come from? God gives you. Are y'all hearing me? God gave since he knew that I can count on you to preach. I can count on you to preach wherever you are. God gave him a sermon. Let me show it to you. Let me show it to you. Bible says, listen to what the prophet said. The prophet says that the hand of the Lord was upon me. And the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and sat me down in the midst of a valley. Y'all hearing this? He is a God called preacher. The hand of God picks him up carrying him to his assignment. His assignment is down in a valley. Now, he would have lost most of the preachers I know right then. Ain't nobody wanting to go down in the valley to preach. We, we want to preach uptown. Everybody want to preach in Atlanta. Y'all, y'all ain't hearing me. But, but, but the hand of the Lord carried me out in spirit, sat me down, in the midst of a valley that was full of bones. Now, brothers and sisters, that ought to be your first sign that this ain't going to be a pleasure trip. Sat him down in a valley that was full of dead, dry bones. Are y'all hearing me? Let, let me help somebody out here. Let me help somebody. People always wonder. You always got the, I hear this question all the time. One of the ways that you know that you are called by God and that you are being used according to his purpose is that you find yourself in a place that you wouldn't have gone on your own. Are y'all hearing me? You want to know whether or not you called, want to know if you're in the will of God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Whenever you find yourself going places and doing things that on a normal day you wouldn't have done. Find yourself in strange places doing strange things to the glory of God. That's because the hand of the Lord is upon you. All the places, of all the places, he could have sent his preacher. Why? A valley. And then on top of that, why? A valley that ain't got nothing but dead, dry bones in it. Y'all hearing me? Why? A valley. Well, let me share this with you. If you have a message for the folk, in the valley, there's a message that you got that off a valley folk. You need some valley experience. I just said something right there. I said, if you got a message for the folk in the valley, you need some valley. You can't stand up here and preach to folk. Are y'all hearing me? Down there, at some point, you got to come down off your house and get out, get out in the valley where, 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 the, where the folk are that you you're trying to preach truth. So go down into the valley. But, but it gets worse. It gets worse. After he got down there and started looking around, he saw conditions are worse than I thought they were. Says it caused him to pass around about the, the, the bones. And he found out not only were they dry, but according to the word of God, they were very dry. Not only were they dead, they were very dead. No hope up in that. They, they were dead. They were gone. 
And then, after he examines, <clears throat> sees that ain't nothing living down there. God asked the prophet a question. Now, it sounds a little backwards, doesn't it? The prophet didn't ask God. God asked the prophet. God asked a prophet a question. Listen to what he asked him. He says, son of man, you've been down there looking. You've checked it out. Can these bones live? Are y'all hearing me? Can these bones, get this now, an omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient God asking a man a question. Are y'all hearing me? Anybody up in here know that he, he already knew the answer? He, don't ever fool yourself. God ain't answering you, asking you something because he don't know. He asked him, can these bones live? Ezekiel had the presence of mind to know that, you know what, I, 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 I see this as a trick here. Ezekiel still believed in the omnipotence of God. He still believed that God is sovereign. He knew that God already knew. Everything he ever wanted to know. So what he ended up saying, he says, uh, uh, this is the answer he gave me. He says, now, God, oh, oh Lord, right out of the book. Oh, Lord, God, thou knowest. That's smart, ain't it? Some of us would have sit up, still been there trying to answer, trying to come up with something. Oh, Lord, God, thou knowest. In other words, he says, God, I don't know. But I know you know. And that's a pretty good place to be, isn't it? Yeah. Although I don't know, I can rest in the fact that I know that there is a God and that God knows even what I don't know. Verse 4, verse 4, he says to Ezekiel, he says, Ezekiel, since you've been honest with me, since I, I see you're you are, you are grounded, you know where you are, look at what he said to Ezekiel. He says, Ezekiel, here's what I want you to do. I want you to prophesy upon these bones. And I want you to say to the bones, oh, ye dry bones. Look at the sermon coming here. I want you to prophesy to these bones. And I want you to say, oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. I want you to prophesy to these dead, dry bones. I want you to preach. Not just preach. I want you to preach prophetically. <laughs> Y'all hearing this? I want you to make some predictions concerning these dead dry bones. <laughs> now, now, I know what you wonder. What kind of predictions? What kind of prophecy can you have for something that's already dead and already dry? And already gone. He said, but I want you to preach to this hopeless situation. And I want you to prophesy and I want you to, to, to make some predictions. He says here, what I want you to do, verse 5, a promise is made. He says, I want you to tell those dry bones that I'm going to cause breath to come back to you. I, I want you to promise these dry bones that I'm going to give you muscle and I'm going to give you flesh and I'm going to give you skin 
Are y'all hearing me? This is what I want you to tell dead, dry bone. God making promises in, in, in a situation that seems hopeless. And then don't miss the last part. This he make sure he wants to make sure he got this. Make sure that you tell them that I will cause breath. Ruah, Greek. Ruah. That, yeah, that means breath, wind, spirit. I'll cause that to come back in, in, into these bones. God making promises in a hopeless situation. This is God making promises in what looks like an impossible situation. Is anybody up in here facing a hopeless looking situation? Is anybody in here yeah, came here yeah, knowing that you are facing in a situation that it looked like it ain't no way out? This is God speaking to an impossible situation. Well, Ezekiel, walking in obedience to God, God said, do it, and guess what he did? He started preaching. Look at him. You got you, 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 you to see this. He, he stands in the midst of this valley. Nothing out there but dead, dry bones. And there he goes, preaching to dead. Let me share something with you. If you're concerned about what you're going to look like, you ain't going to ever do nothing but the Lord. Y'all hearing me? You... If you're concerned about how it's going to make you look, you're very limited in how God can use you. But if you never get to the point where you really don't care what anybody thinks about it, you don't really care what anybody, how it looks, if God says it, are y'all hearing me? Here they are. Stands out there in the middle of nowhere. Down in a valley, preaching to a valley full of dead, dry Bones. Listen at him. Took his text. Oh, ye dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. Nobody out there but him. And the dry bones. Oh, ye dry bones. Hear the word. Nobody to say amen. Oh, ye dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. No organist there. No pianist there. No choir there. Oh, ye dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. Nobody out there but him and his voice preaching to a, uh, an impossible situation but in verse 7 <laughs> it gets good right here. He's preaching out there in a valley with nothing in it but dead dry bones and nobody out there but him but verse 7 said that was a noise. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing this. Y'all ain't hearing this. Dead situation ain't Nothing moving out there. Ain't nothing live out there. But when he started saying, hear the word of the Lord, there was a noise. And according to the word of God, things started shaking. <sighs> Y'all ain't hearing this. Y'all ain't hearing this. That, that's why I believe. I believe when, when the word of God is going forth, that ain't time to sit there nodding your head. That ain't. No, 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 that ain't the time. That's the time. I believe there ought to be some noise. I, I believe that something ought to shake in the house. It's out there all by himself. Nobody out there but him. But he began preaching, and the Bible says there was a noise. Things started shaking. And all at once, bones started moving around. Y'all ain't hearing this. 
bones started moving around. Every bone found their own. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, now, I know, I know, I know them old preachers. They spoil y'all. <laughs> yeah, they spoil y'all. Y'all sitting here waiting. <laughs> Think I'm going to start trying to put them things together. That, that'll be the biggest mess you ever saw. Are y'all hearing me? Just, just take my word for it. The bones came together. Every bone found their bones. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, they began to find themselves. And all at once now, all of the bones are connected together to their own bone. And not only that, the, yeah, the next thing, flesh, begins to come upon the bones. Are y'all hearing me? And then not only that, not only that, muscle begins to show up on these dead, dry bones. And then not only that, skin starts showing up on these dead, dry bones. And brothers and sisters, I, I've seen churches, I've seen folks shout all the way out of the church when all these bones come together and all of this stuff starts happening and the bones, are, yeah, the flesh has come on and all of that. I've seen folks just shout, turn the church out, but the problem is uh, the man is still dead. Y'all hearing me? Something to be said about shouting too early. Y'all ain't hearing me. Something here. Y'all to praise God anyhow. Y'all to praise Him all the time. But don't don't you give up until everything looks just like He said it was gonna be. Are y'all hearing me? He said that, that flesh was coming back and it came. Are y'all hearing me? He said that, that 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 the muscle was coming back and the muscle came. He said that skin was coming back and the skin came. But don't shout yet. We're still missing something. Y'all ain't hearing me. So now all at once uh, there is a valley. Ain't dead dry bones no more. There are men laying there in the open valley. Are y'all hearing me? But God says not a problem. I've seen this before. Y'all ain't hearing me. Way back in the Garden of Eden, when I molded myself, I molded myself a man. And I remember distinctly that he had eyes, but he couldn't see. I remember distinctly that he had ears, but he couldn't hear. I remember distinctly that he had legs, uh, but he could not walk. But I remember that day. What I did was uh, I realized that he had no breath in him. Realized that he had no life in him. So I bend it down and y'all ain't hearing me. I I've been down and I breathe into him the breath of life. So, so now, Ezekiel, since I know that you'll do what I say, I told you to go preach down in the valley to dead dry bones. And you went on and did that. I got another sermon for you. It's right there in the book. He says, now, 
I want you to preach to the wind. I want you to call in the wind. And I need you to tell them, uh, yes, uh, to go down into the valley. Are y'all hearing me? I I can hear now Ezekiel uh, saying, come here, north wind, south wind, east wind, west wind. I need you to go down uh, into the valley. Are y'all hearing me? And here is a dead body laying, dead bodies laying in the valley. But all at once when the breath of God, y'all ain't hearing me. You see, the difference between life and death is breath. Y'all ain't hearing me. I say the difference between life and death is breath. So now here is the wind, the spirit going down in the valley. And all at once what used to be a a dead, dry bone laying in the valley. Now it's a great army rising up in the valley. Are y'all hearing me? And then God began to talk to his servants and said, now that I've given you the sermon, now that you've seen it for yourself, I need you now to go tell my people. Y'all ain't hearing me. And every preacher ought to want God to show them before they try to show somebody else. God, tell me before I try to tell somebody else. So he says, now that you see uh, what the sermon is all about, what I want you to do is I want you to go and talk to my people. For my people are in slavery. Look at verse 11. My people now have been there for a long, long time. And they have given up all hope of ever coming back to their home. But I want you to do now, I want you to go and tell my people, the one that I have made a promise to, I want you to tell them exactly what happened out here in the valley. That no matter how hard it looks, don't give up. You see, they're already saying we're all washed up. They're already saying that there is no hope for us. They're already saying that we've already done for. But God says, now that you know better, I want you to go tell them what you saw happen in the valley. I want you to go tell them, oh, ye dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. Are y'all hearing me? He says, I want you to go tell them that I know it looks bad. Tell them that I know it feels bad. But I'm still God. And I'm still in control. And although you think that you're already dead, are y'all hearing me? Yeah. Although you think that there is no hope, yeah, you, yeah, if you'll just hear my word, uh, I'll turn it all around. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. He said, tell my folk that the reason you're in the condition that you're in right now is because you stopped listening to me. Yeah. The reason you're in the mess you're in right now yeah, is because uh, you went your own way. Yeah. 
But if you will just hear the word of the Lord. Look at verse 12. He says, if you hear what I got to say, I will open up your graves and cause you to come out of your graves and bring you back to Israel. Y'all ain't hearing me. He says, I'll open up your graves and I'll take you back to your home. Y'all ain't hearing me. Somebody ought to be shouting because that's the same the same promise that he made me. He told me that one day when the trumpet sounds, y'all ain't hearing me. He'll come back get me up out of my grave and take me take me home. I believe every word that God says. He says in my father's house there are many mansions. Do what I say. Do to say I'll get you up out of the grave and I'll carry you back to your home y'all ain't hearing me this is God talking here and God got some experience in opening up graves y'all ain't hearing me I say this is the same God who allowed his son to be put in a grave but I'm glad that all in my Sunday morning he got up with all power in his hand. Yes, yes, I'm glad that I have hope. And my hope is not in my bank account. My hope is not in what I loan. My hope is not in my house. But my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and I dare not trust a sweeter frame, but holy lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock I stand all on the ground. Yes. There's hope. I say there's hope. There's hope. You drug up in here this morning, about to throw up your hands so that God could tell me to tell you, don't you do that. There is hope in every hopeless situation. Answer is in hearing the word of the Lord. You're where you are because you stopped listening to him. We turn the volume back up. He's still talking. He's still speaking right now. He's still talking to you right now. He'll breathe life into that situation. He'll breathe brand new life back into your situation. If you're here today, if you're here today, if you're here unsaved, you don't need to leave here like that. If you're here and you feel like you're a part of that dead dry bone valley, haven't felt anything in a long time. Feel like you've just been cast away. Got some good news for you. There is a word from the Lord. Oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. It's all about listening and hearing what thus saith the Lord. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. 
believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're unsaved, let me invite you to come. If you have never accepted him as Lord and Savior of your life, let me invite you to come. If you already did and already a part of the body of Christ and just sort of strayed away from him, you ought to be moving today. If you're here, if you're here today, and you just need to renew, you need a home, you need a church home, you need to be moving right now. The door is open.